Hello and welcome to episode number six of the seven ways, uh, or rather, <clears throat> hello again and welcome to episode to this episode of how to change the seven areas of your life over seven weeks in seven minutes. My name is Anis Kituma and today we're going to be talking about money. When you hear the word money, what comes into your mind? Does freedom come to your mind? Do you panic? Do you feel fear or do you have faith? Do you think assets or do you think liabilities? There's a lot we could talk about money. Uh, but I want to keep it very, very simple. Money is... What did you hear? What answer came to your mind when I said money is? For most of us, we have been trained to know that money is the paper stuff that we put in our wallets. Um, Money is this, and if you every current country you go to, money is a, is a different character, uh, it, it's, it's in different pictures. This one is from the Bahamas, um, this one is from Kenya, as you can see. Um, but what is really and truly, what is money to you? What does money mean to you? Um, and instead of us, uh, me going into the whole debate of money is energy and money is spirit and all that thing, I want to keep it very simple. Um, I learned from uh, one of my mentors, his name is Bob Proctor. If you watch the movie The Secret, he's the man who talks, uh, sort of has a lot more to say about, uh, about the movie and the law of attraction. And he said, he taught me this specific formula. He said, E plus FG equals I. Now, E here stands for expenses. So you take the number of expenses plus your financial goal. And then you have a number of how much income you need to create. Now, there's, um, Robert Kiyosaki wrote a book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, is definitely the one book I would recommend you get and you study it, not read it, study it, um, and study to apply, all right? Study to apply, because that's the only time that you'll actually get to benefit from reading the book. So Robert Kiyosaki says there's four ways to make money. He calls it the cash flow quadrant. So two things, you need to, uh, two things you need to keep in mind here. Number one is the word cash flow, okay? The flow, uh, as in the flow of water. So cash flow, how your money flows. Um, and then quadrant. So there's four ways people make money. Either you're an employee, uh, you're self-employed, you own a business system, or you are an investor. One of these four ways. Now, for most of us, we start life off as employees. And an employee is, is a good place to start. If you don't have a job, get a job. Uh, don't be caught up in one of those people who think, you know, I won't get a job because then I'll get taxed. At least you have cash flow. Now, the way you manage your cash flow, that is a lesson for another day, but that's what separates you from someone who is constantly in debt or you end up with, at the end of the month, you have more month than money or you have some money left. Right? We're going to be talking about the emotional aspect of money, which many people get themselves stuck in. So he says you are either an employee, and an employee trades time for money. An employee trades time for money, which means you, you clock in at 8 o'clock in the, in the morning, and you finish at the time, whether you're doing overtime or not, you finish at the time that you're supposed to work. So your employer controls uh, your freedom to a certain extent. Is that good? Is that bad? 
it's just is. Right now, it's not good or evil, it's not right or wrong. I just want you to understand the principle that an employee, as an employee, your employer controls how much money they make. Um, and if you want to make more money, well, put in more hours. How about a, bit, a self-employed person? Now, this normally uh, is, is a very wide category. Um, people like doctors and dentists and plumbers and builders, they fall within this category, including accountants and lawyers, right? Because all they have is a fancy title, a big title, yes, with all due respect, but they are self-employed. How do you know they are self-employed? Because if they don't show up to work, their work can be done by someone else, which means they're they are trading their profession, their knowledge for money. If a doctor doesn't show up, he can't send his brother or sister. He has to be there for the job to get done. That's what self-employed means, which means now they own the job. If they don't show up, nothing changes. So you have an employee where an, uh, an employer owns uh, or controls your income. And then as a self-employed, you own a job. Okay, so get those two clear. And then number three, you have a business owner who owns a system. Now, many self-employed people think they own a business. Someone who has a shop thinks they own a business. And that is from the accounting side, not in the cash flow side. Those are two separate things. So on the, when, you're, when you go to an accountant, they will ask you about your assets. They will ask you about your businesses. But here we are talking about you as an individual to understand the four ways that money comes to you. So as a business owner, you own a system. And now, let me break it down. If you've ever been to McDonald's or Pizza Hut or Domino's, the place you went to is a business, uh, is a, is a business location. The owner of that specific place was not there most likely. And if they were there, maybe just to have a cup of tea or to have a pizza or a burger for that, for that matter. The franchise owner of a McDonald's owns a system. So you need about a quarter of a million to half a million pounds to buy into the, the McDonald's brands or the, or, or, the, or the Pizza Hut brand. You own a system. Now, this normally, there's also many other ways. So at the top of the side of, of franchises or systems, you have things like McDonald's, you have uh, franchises, uh, in, in fact, in some of the real estate um, agencies, they're also franchises. So you have those top, high, um, very expensive systems. But at the same time, I have good news here, you also have the internet, for example, can be also a system that allows you to make money without you being there. So a business owner owns a system where they leverage or they, they, have, they, they have little time of their sales put in but they have more um, money coming back. So you put in a lot of, uh, you buy into a system that allows you to leverage or to have a lot of people working and you are getting a benefit. Warren Buffett, one of the money-making geniuses who is alive today, he said he would rather have 1% of a thousand people than 100% of his own work. That's what leverage means. So when it comes to owning a business system, that is a very, uh, that's the place where you want to start thinking about. In 2019, you want to start thinking, what, how can you get into owning a business system? So I mentioned that um, on the top of the, of the side of, of business systems, you have the very expensive franchises. You also have 
the medium expense franchises. You could buy yourself a, a cleaning franchise. You could buy yourself a teaching franchise, something like Kumon, if you are within the UK or whatever uh, Kumon operates. Uh, you could actually own a franchise almost for free with a business system called the network marketing business system. But you have to understand, in all these four quadrants, work is needed. As an employee, you put in your hard muscle. As a self-employed, is your intellect, and sometimes it actually requires you to go and work physically if you're a builder. When it comes to a business system, you need to understand how to operate the business system and also how to engage the stakeholders, whether that's the suppliers, your customers, and how to balance your employees or those people who are working for you. And finally, an investor. An investor is someone who has money working for them. Now, you need a lot of money. I'll draw that quickly for you so you can see what the quadrant looks like. So that's how the, uh, the quadrant looks like. So most of us start on this quadrant as employees. We move on to self-employed. And then you have the business owners and you have investors. Okay. I've drawn a double line there to indicate what's the difference between these guys and these guys. These guys own their time these people trade their time for money. So here you trade Okay. So here on, on this side you have you trade your time for money and on this end you have both money and people working. So there's those two ways to actually make money. Money working and people working. The best way is to do both. It's a fallacy that rich people don't work. They actually have most of them, not all of them, most of them have very uh, strict work ethics. They know exactly uh, the, the amount of hours they put in and they know the, what comes in. But what they are smarter in is cash flow management. Cash flow management is when your money comes in, for most of the poor people, money comes in straight away and it goes out on expenses on the highest list, starting from mortgage or your rent or your living expenses. Okay? For the rich though, money comes in, it goes into an asset column, so cash flow comes in, they buy an asset and then expenses comes out on the other side. Okay? So that's another lesson that I'll put out a video for you to, for you to understand so I can break it down for you. When you hear about rich in your mind, if you feel low, if you feel angry, or if you feel envy towards the rich people, you've got to work towards changing that. I would recommend, um, there's quite a number of books I could recommend, actually, most of them from uh, Robert Kiyosaki. If you're a parent, you definitely want to get rich people who operate with money. And uh, again, I mentioned this, is the rich, when the income comes in, they buy an asset and then they spend expenses. For the poor people, when money comes, they spend and then there's nothing left. So then you end up in this cycle of continuously chasing money. Money being energy, you can't hoard it. You can't keep it. 
you can only buy stuff with it and that stuff that you buy represents where you are emotionally so if you're emotionally bankrupt chances are you have poor money management skills if you're emotionally strong chances are you will have or you'll be able to develop better money management skills now i'll leave you with it i'll leave you with this one statement if you're wondering where you stand or you think oh, i don't need to learn about money i've got enough where your ego against your bank account okay where your ego against your bank account if your ego is too high chances are your bank account is very low if your ego is low chances are your bank account is very high how what do i mean the ego is the person who thinks they know it all and they've learned enough and they're an expert of what they do they don't need to be taught um, on the other hand the rich guys you'll find that they are very humble people they are quick to listen and slow to speak they study a lot but they never ask the, uh, the, the wrong people the right questions they will never come to you and ask you about money if you're poor why should they they go to experts they seek expert advice and they sit down and take notes and they learn so if this video was helpful to you drop me a message down let me know whether there is one way or the other i can help you or your business um, and also i'd like you to uh, i would like to make an invitation if you're looking for a way to increase your income in 2019 let me know let's have a conversation i may have an opportunity for you thank you so much see you next time